Welcome to episode 47 of Sound.Wave, the first podcast to reach planet Earth from Cybertron. I'm Nell, and I'm great at Transformers. And I'm Greg, and I suck at Transformers. And this week we discuss Transformers ongoing 47, 48, and 49. Right here on the cover, who is who is this fetching dame? Yeah, we're gonna find out. I was so excited to like even just open this book and then be like, oh yes, finally! Like, oh yeah, <laughs> good. I'm excited. Uh, look at look at how small Optimus is that little yeah. teensy boy. Optimus looks like just a little pixie being held by this this just lovely creature behind him. I can only assume it's like when Colossus throws wolverine and optimus is about to get fastball special like into somebody uh i think you're giving away the comic already <laughs> i just like that optimus is like over there throw me there because yeah. he's pointing on the cover here yeah forward uh he just so has to yeah get someplace real fast so yeah uh, we are on 47 yes and uh, of oh. the the comic formerly known as robots in disguise it's been a while exactly. since we've gotten into the story stuff yeah it's been a hot second so <laughs> luckily we have a previously page right here in front of us uh and immediately like right okay we have <laughs> blackrock oh, yeah humans <laughs> right blackrock is talking to spike and he oh he's trapped the arc blackrock right. has put like a force field so rc and... RC Sideswipe and Alpha Trion right. are on the arc. Blackrock has put a Steven Universe type bubble around them so mm-hmm. they can't get out. They And we'll see in a second the state of their ship. But yeah, they've tried firing missiles and it didn't work out so well. So they're kind of trapped on the ship with the space bridge, mind you, which is an important thing. Um, but then also Blackrock went to Spike wanting him to explain him. He wants Spike to right. explain he wants Spike to write his biography. Yes. Uh, and Spike so, is like, I don't know how to write. Uh, <laughs> He's, yeah. Or, yeah, Spike. Okay. So that's where we left off with those two. Right. Um, Optimus again is being hailed as a god by the Camians, and he's yes. like, "I don't know if I think that's a thing." Right, and he's got this little cutie with him, Aileron, and she is, and he, it's, but he kind of went to her because she was one of these Camians ha- tried to hand out pamphlets, being like, "Prime is great," and yeah, yeah you should. We love that guy. You yeah. should too. Uh, and so he goes, He he's approached her to kind of be like, will you explain this to me? Because I kind of need some insight on this. Um, and she mentioned the torchbearers of um, right. the Mistress yeah. of Flame. Good and to she was like, remember those guys. Yes, good to remember that. And she said, it's not the torchbearers Optimus has just seen. There's a different set. And that's who she's mentioned. Um, that's where we left off with them. And then, of course, we have our lovely Decepticons who are being rallied. And they're right. like, you know what? We're going to go to uh, just, let's, you know, charge the go. space bridge. Yeah, let's wreck some stuff up on the space bridge. And they, they're they coming up to Starscream. We got Needlenose right here in the front leading yeah. sort of this, this pack of rowdy hooligans. Yeah, they want to borrow his car. Yeah. That's uh, where they, they're like Starscream. Wreck some dudes up. Yeah. Can we, yeah, give us the keys. So that's kind of where we are. And then we'll just fill in the gaps as we go. Um, we have a huge robot roll call. Yes. Uh, we got five organics on the page. Yes. Um, and then a bunch As of, far as we know. As far spoilers. as we know. That's right. 
Um, and it's not on the previously, but lest we forget, and we'll we kind of see it here as soon as we uh, get into this first page. Oh, uh, yeah. Cosmos, sweet angel baby. Uh, of course, his team, that's another important thing to remember. Um, Jazz, Jetfire, Skylinks, and Cup had gone down to Earth. Right. To follow the signal that Doc had picked up on from the Onyx interface. Yes. Um, and they all got captured. So. Uh, and so not only that, but Cosmos saw that the arc is like he's bubbled. Not, well, he's, he's not getting. Yeah, right. He's not getting a reading. He right. Because, right, of course, right. yeah, he can't hear anybody on the arc because they can't get signals out. He can't hear anybody on Earth. So Cosmos thinks all of his team is dead. And so he, the last thing we saw of him was him being like, oh my God, Soundwave. And Soundwave being like, I hear you, come here. And uh, that's where we pick up. Right. And and that that is where we pick up. We see Cosmos panicking and like, <laughs> I, not to, not to just drive full bore into this territory at the top of the episode, but like Do it. Soundwave goes full daddy mode here. He calls. He says, "Be silent, little Autobot." Which I love because he called him little Autobot in the previous one too. (laughs) It's it's very much daddy mode. (laughs) My note even says, "I hope he just keeps calling him that." Like, yeah, and yeah, you're not wrong. It's uh, it's kind of sounding like a thing. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Cosmos looks so cute. He, he's he's like, I don't know what to do, and he says, "What am I going to do? I need to get back to Cybertron. I can't do this alone." And Aww. Soundwave is like, "Hey, chill out. We got yeah. a place here now because we remember the commune and everything." Yes, that um, is where Cosmos has gone. And he's he's doing his sort of pseudo cult leader thing. He's like, "Let's work together to determine our next step." Yeah, we are all one in the eyes of Primus, and he's offering a handout to Cosmos. Um, which I want to mention straight up, like, not that Andrew Griffith always does a lovely job, but these ones are drawn by, or this one and 49 are both drawn by Sarah, who I'm friends with. Oh, yeah. And, oh, God, her art's gorgeous. <laughs> and it's yes, like, it very much is. It's very, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, there's a, a sleekness to it that I Right. Really it's a little cleaner than we usually get. Yeah. Uh, especially on this next page with Thundercracker. Yes. Thundercracker looks so good there. So good. You can tell she has a thing for the Seekers, which, <laughs> why wouldn't she? They're great. <laughs> um, so, yes. So we hop over to, now we're on Earth, because, of course, TC is with his Buster, usual human right. pals and with Buster, yes. Um, human pals and puppy pal. And so he's just with the EDC, and he's kind of remarking here that, um, you know, Buster points out to him with a wolf, and he's like, no, you're right, Buster. <laughs> they won't let me go talk to Spike, but Blackrock's allowed to just waltz in there, and... Right. He he, he says Blackrock's crazy and weird. Yes. Uh, Sure. And, and of course, we cut to Black Rock monologuing, saying, "When I was a child, a black angel <laughs> appeared before me. It spoke God. in a language I had never heard, but I had understood." And like, okay, whatever. Uh, for this... f- Spike, actually, I agree with. It's just like right. cupping his head, and he's like, "Why <laughs> are you here?" This is like the only occasion where you're like, "Oh, Spike, I, I, I I'm with you. <laughs> I feel you on this one." This too. is cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> He's very, he just looks straight up over. He's like, oh my God, please send the robots in. I don't want to, this is not. Um, and and as you say, the usual art for this book is, is fine and good and we all like it. But like the faces here are very expressive. I like, it's just yeah. a, a good, clean style. Sarah, it works, killing Sarah. It. Yes, we love it. 
and the colors were done by Josh. So there's my shout out to my friends who do beautiful, gorgeous <laughs> artwork. And I'm so excited to read books that they work on. Um, so, yes. Uh, I, and even then, I there's a lot of BlackRock talking, addressing Spike. And he's, again, just kind of right. basically he's... to break it down without having to go through like each panel. He points out that, like, look at this. Here's the Autobot ship. It is the Ark. It's the one that he's trapped. Um, he's... It's really strong and good. Yeah, he's essentially saying, like, the arc sounds like, you know, it's this kind of peaceful thing for robots, but he thinks it's more so to lead an invading army, is what he is taking it to mean. And Spike is like, yeah, dog, duh, I don't like these dumb robots. And I'm like, fuck you, Spike. (laughs) Spike, shush. The only person who wants to hear what you have to say is the man standing in front of you, so maybe you should be a little bit nicer to him. Um, and yeah, he's just, they're kind of just saying it's essentially just BlackRock talking a whole bunch, uh, and asking for Spike's opinion, like asking what Spike thinks because Spike has been around the Cybertronians more than anyone else. Yeah. Um, uh, and you may be wondering, is there some connection between BlackRock and the Cybertronians? Well, uh, yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to get to the... Like, even reading these panels, I was like, I'm, what's the point? Like, what are we <laughs> yeah. trying to get to here? Yes, and the point I, was, basically I was kind is, of wondering that yes. myself. BlackRock is saying, look at all these things that the Cybertronians can do. And Spike is like, I know. And we're in agreement. We don't trust them. And there you go. BlackRock, I don't even really still know. He's just letting us know he's seen a black angel. And he thinks he has some insight here. So maybe uh, he's just trying to compare notes with Spike. That's sure. where I'm going to leave it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, and so we come back to Optimus and we see, I really like this. We see a singularity, yeah. uh, which is a, the, it's this tiny black hole. Yes. And uh, it's, it's, it's the crystal city, yeah, which is compressed of... to a single point. And right. usually when something is compressed to a single point, it is destroying everything around it and drawing in more matter. Uh, and Aileron is like, this, this should be like, dangerous right yeah. and optimus is like no my friend Wheeljack made it so that it doesn't uh, absorb anything more than the density of what it's already in it uh so it doesn't approach the event horizon which like is a dumb sci-fi science thing but like <laughs> i appreciate that thank you yeah sure so yeah so optimus is saying like this is the remains of it because of course this is uh the what happened at the end of dark cybertron with uh, shockwaves kind of them containing the fact that Shockwave was about to uh, create or do this essentially right. to the entire known universe. To everything ever. Yes. So instead, it's just this little black hole, essentially, that's just <laughs> With, hovering here. Right. And the reason that it doesn't absorb everything is it's only the density would usually draw things in, but it's only the density of a city. So so that's where it's kind of just like chill. It's cooling out. And I do love Aileron is even like, you just come to look at it. Like, that's <laughs> what we're doing. And Optimus is like, yeah, because... There's some people I care about. Well, like to him, it's a war monument. And to her, it's this weird floating tiny black hole. (laughs) Right. She doesn't quite get it. And she does keep trying to, not trying to, but she keeps wondering if like, is he trying to make connections to the time thing? She wants to understand. Yeah. Um, Because she even does point out like, like she knows, she's heard about Bumblebee. She knows that he is 
you know, he used to be one of the, she says that he ruled Cybertron before Starscream, but ruled after Optimus. Optimus was like, I never ruled. And Bumblebee didn't really either. Right. And yeah, so he's just kind of reminding everybody, like, to, in his mind, he doesn't see himself as a leader. And that's what he's kind of trying to stress to her, too. He's just a part of the bigger machine that was the Autobots. Like, as far as he's concerned, he was just another piece helping it work. Right. Uh, and as he's sort of explaining his views on all of this and on Starscream being the chosen one, we get interrupted by some very fetching robots who, yeah. strangely enough, all share the same color scheme. All share the same color scheme, which I Crazy like. Crazy how that works. Yeah, amazing. And we've, we have seen this color scheme before because Optimus saw some torchbearers earlier. Um, and and yes. also it's on the cover. And it's on the cover, yes. So, right, we have these six... Great looking bots here. Uh, I I cannot begin to describe how much I like that tiny one. Oh my goodness. Rust Dust is like <laughs> the chosen one of the, this group of uh, robots here. Bears, of right. Kamians, yes. Uh, I know Sarah will draw her a lot. So <laughs> she's, yeah, she's kind of the uh, the pet of, of people who enjoy <laughs> the torchbearers. So don't worry, you're in good company. Good, I'm glad. She's uh, just, yeah, she, you can tell immediately. You're like, that one, she's a troublemaker. That one, that <laughs> a one. little scrappy. <laughs> so, yeah, we have all these bots who are kind of confronting um, Optimus and even the leader here, who later we name, we learn her name is Pyromagna. Um, she just, she's immediately like kind of cutting into what Optimus is saying. She's like, it's not your day any longer, is it? And you're immediately yeah. like, oh, here Defiance we go. of the Prime. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut away to the Iacon Spaceport One. Yes. So we have up in the, you know, Spaceport Tower, of course, the bots here can oversee everything as they should. And uh, we have uh, Zetka is like, um, there's a, what? okay, listen. Yeah. I'm Why not... are all these Decepticons down <laughs> Yeah. There? And I do appreciate, here are little nuances, and these are the little nuances that I really love in any of these books. And by now, if you've listened to the show, you know that these are the the things I kind of really hold on to and really like. Um, but Zetka says, you know, because he's pointing out there's some sizable foot traffic, he says. And of course, Trax is like, what? I who cares? Like, we're here to make sure the air traffic's fine. Right. And um, <laughs> Zetka's like, ah, okay, listen, I'm not trying to like... <laughs> Like, you not know, that there's anything wrong with that. people, right? Like everybody's cool. The war's over. We're all good. But there's a lot of purple down there, and so he's essentially like, "Listen, a lot of Decepticons are moving." And I like that Trax kind of snaps at him, and he says, "I expect better from you, Zeka," because of course, Trax right? He has a brother. Has a brother who is a Decepticon, so he isn't as quick to. At least part of him is holding back on being like, well, Decepticons, no, they're all... Because to tracks, they're not all the same. Because at least one right. of them to him is not the same as the rest of them. At least he but, wants to believe that. Speaking of, Zekka's like, hey, I think that is your brother leading all of <laughs> right, these like, guys. For real, though, tracks, he's right there. Like, I'm just... There he is. And Trax sort of like shits himself and calls up Starscream, who has a busy signal that's oh, very adorable. My God, I love it so much. Like, I want to recreate that for <laughs> myself. It's just, it's a silhouette of Starscream, like, profile. And it just says, I'm too busy in, like, huge letters over his silhouette, which is so and the, good. Like, the voiceover reads, hi there, I'm busy leading Cybertron <laughs> into a bright future, so please leave a message after the beat. And of course, Trax is like, oh my god, shut up, I know you're there, answer your fucking <laughs> Quit phone. Quit screening my calls, Starscream. 
Which, uh, okay, and this is the thing that's purely me, but I'm excited to see Trax and Starscream interact because I like Trax so much and I like Starscream so much. And I'm like, <laughs> both of these sassy, sassy robots. Um, and I both, and I have, yeah, like, I like the idea of them both also interacting with Wheeljack. So yes, this is very exciting to me that Trax is like, Starscream, pick up the damn phone. Um, which he does. Uh, Starscream's like, oh my god, what do you want? Um, so you're just waiting for Starscream to like three-way calling in Wheeljack. Oh my god, that would be great. Yes, <laughs> be very excited. I'd be like, this is my, this is the call. This is the one. I love it. Um, let me get Wheeljack on the horn. Uh, but yes, Tracks of course is like, listen, we got a group of Decepticons marching on the space bridge. Which, understandably, yeah, that's something that maybe the leader of Cybertron should know because that's. The space bridge is a big important <laughs> thing. Yeah, it goes that's, lots of that is why we just like managed to expand our empire quite a bit. Yeah, and of course, Starscream's like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure they're just taking a walk. It's just a, a parade, <laughs> right? They're just—it's just a huge group of Decepticons. Decepticon pride, out. baby. That's right. They're see there, and now we're gonna date the show because they're they probably all just saw like a, a squirtle. I don't know what everybody would be excited <laughs> to catch. I don't. <laughs> uh, Vaporeon, Dratini, maybe. Yeah, know. like a Porygon. I don't know if that would work at the the space bridge, but you know, sure. he's like maybe they just all are doing that. They're all yeah, they're all going after the same thing. So, but regardless, Starscream's like it's not a big deal. Who cares? Don't bother me and he hangs up on him bye uh and Trax is like oh my god i'm gonna go stop this before it becomes a thing and get my little brother out of there uh and he walks off yeah he's like zeka you're in control which by the way in case anybody doesn't quite remember zeka we do love him he was part of Bur- uh blur's bar bunch back during like the riots oh, okay yeah like he's cool we, which is again where he's like listen I'm not so this is his day brush. job yeah, there you go. This is how he makes that money to go spend at Blair's with his friend. <laughs> and by Blair's, I mean McAdams. Right. Well, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, and then we cut back to Cosmos and Soundwave here. Yes. Cosmos has been taken in. He's been given a treat. He's got some cocoa. He's been Right. Got a blanket. Down. Yeah. Soundwave's just like, you take, uh, just take a rest. Let me figure this out. Uh, I, I love this exchange so much because Sandwave oh, is talking to Galvatron in our like a hologram form here. Yeah, our, our favorite old man's face racist, <laughs> uh, and he's explaining why he can't uh, communicate with the Ark, and he's saying that it's blocked by transplankian black body rotate radiation. And Galvatron, in like the first humble moment we've ever seen, does this fake like, please, my friend, speak Cybertronian to this simple warrior. And like, what a what a here's where like Galvatron is dangerous because he's such an (laughs) asshole, but he cracks me the fuck up. Like he's he's... like Archie Bunker. Right, you're just like, damn it, dude, stop it. You old shitty racist, why are you so funny? Right, stop making me laugh. Because um, he does just have this, like, <laughs> air about him. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. you. He's, he's like Thor almost in that sense. <laughs> um, and Soundwave is like, well, to cut it short, I can talk to the Space Bridge. Uh, yes. And Galvatron is like, oh, good, right, I can control it, right? And Soundwave is like, well, that's not really how it works. And he's like, fantastic, I can control it. <laughs> Perfect. We got it. And uh, so, yeah, he says, 
prepare uh, for the transport. Uh, we're getting ready to do this. I got my teams on Cybertron ready to go. And of course, Cosmos is listening to all this. He's like, oh my god, Star- Soundwave, you lied. And of course, now he's like rounding on him. He's thrown his mug of cocoa aside. He's like, <laughs> you said you had nothing to do with this. You did. You killed my friends. And Soundwave, of course, is like, no, I didn't do that. He's like, I didn't mean to hide this conversation. I didn't do anything with the Ark. Like, we're just going to Cybertron because it'd be dumb not to. Right. He's like, listen, this is our chance. If I have control of the Space Bridge, I'm going to take it. I would, yeah. Think of the property taxes once I get everybody to move in here, Cosmos. It'd be foolish to throw that away. (laughs) You got to be thinking of the bigger picture. Always be, uh, what's a, creating money. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Remember that, friends. Remember that, dear listeners. And speaking of friends, Optimus is making some new ones. There you go. He's uh, he's <laughs> addressing these uh, uniformed uh, the, yeah, the, bots. The, I keep wanting to say Cybertronians. Yes. Yeah, um, and, and he's like, great. He's doing his full Optimus, like, like greetings, hello. fellow life forms. Yes. I'm, and they're like, shut up. We know who you are. <laughs> We're well aware. Thank you. And they, yeah, like when they address him and they say, you call yourself Prime, um, they're not, you know, it isn't with this humble sure, it's disbelief. Not the, it's the deep abiding respect that most Kamians seem to display. Yes, yes. It's not Some of like, them downright oh, have crossed arms. Yeah, like hands mm-hmm. on hips. Explain yourself, so called prime. Um and Optimus kind of is like, oof, well that's kinda nice. This is <laughs> yeah. you're the first Kamians to treat me like this. Like kind that's new. <laughs> And he says, well, Aileron was telling me there's people out here. Uh, Why? Right. Like, because, again, he's when he. okay, so, yeah, to hop back really quickly, as far as I can recall, I didn't. Yeah. um, Like, for sure. Go back and double check. But as far as I can recall, because he went to Aileron because she was like, Prime's great. And then he kind of asked her for um, even just some history, some insight to the way Kamian see their deities. And she was like, well, if you really want people who hardcore believe this, who have very strong faith, we got to go find the torchbearers. Um, and here they are, and they and, seem to just love them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. So they went out into the waste here and... Yeah, Optimus is like, okay, like, we're here. Why are you here, though? Like, why did you, you came to Cybertron, and this is where you've chosen to go. Uh, and and they, they're just like, don't worry about us. Uh, and that seems to be their answer. <laughs> right. Like, we're, yeah, we just came out here. Yeah, to, like, be by themselves. This is all a little confusing at this point. But basically what we can't like, get is, Because like, the writer thought it would be a cool setting. <laughs> There you go. That's all you need, Optimus. Um, but we do know that they kind of bailed on the Mistress of Flame. And we don't know why yet, but we will right. get some insight into that. Uh, um, and Aileron is like, why don't we help him figure out what he is? Uh, <laughs> and they're they're like, Aileron, what did we teach you? And she's like, well, to stay strong and resolute in my beliefs. And Optimus is like, yeah, maybe you guys should try that. Yeah. And they're like, hey, shut up. <laughs> And yeah, because he's like, obviously he's confused because he's like, clearly you guys are, you very much believe all of this and you want people to be strong in their faith, but you turn your back on the mistress. What is happening here? And then, yeah, they tell him to shut his mouth. Um, 
And uh, they're like, and listen, you don't even get it. Yeah, they're like, you don't know any, you don't know anything about us, old man. Uh, and they say, who are you? we? We've turned our backs on nothing. We came here to face our history and change our future. Who are you to question your path? And of course, because he can't resist this sort of horse shit, he goes. I'm Optimus Prime. You know what, though? I'm going to give him some credit here. I kind of love that because (laughs) it's one of those moments where I feel like if we can digress a moment, like Uh Optimus, we see him regularly in this title pull away from his title, pull away from Prime, kind of, you know, back (laughs) off and be like, it's not that big of a deal. So I kind of love that he was pushed to be like, you know what? I am fucking Optimus Prime. That's who I am. That's why I'm here trying to talk to you. I'm kind of into it. I get why other people would be like, give me a break, Optimus. Well, I mean, I, no, I like it too, because the first, what, three months of this show, right. we spent going, please, Orion Pax I mean, is fine. Ignore yes. that I was once prime of all of Cybertron. So yeah, this is kind of him being like spurred to take it back. Like, have some faith, man. Uh, and he's even got like the, the lens glint. flare on yeah. his eye. Uh, and they're like, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, Autobots roll out. I mean, Torchbearer's Light is why. Which, I, yeah, I, I love little mottos when people are getting ready to do something. But I love that, too. Like, okay. Because, of course, there's all of these lines around, like, light or darkest hour and all these things that are right. linked to Optimus and Prime and the Matrix. So the Torchbearers being like, all right, let's light his way. Which is just a euphemism for, like, we're going to beat the crap out of this dude. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, dude, I am super into this. Torchbearers, into let's beat some light into him. <laughs> This is Female Fight Club. That's what you just walked into, Optimus. Uh, and then we cut back to this big Decepticon Pride Parade. Yes. They're all shuffling toward uh, toward the the space bridge. And uh, Trax has found Needlenose. <laughs> he's making his way through the crowd. He's like, hey, little brother, get over here. And immediately Brawl's like, oh my god, look, this moron showed up again. Um <laughs> And you know, I was like, God, Trax, what are you doing? Get out of here. You're making me look dumb in front of my friends. <laughs> Though I do love this. And I'm going to just throw this out here because uh, Needle Nose does say, you've embarrassed yourself enough. And Trax's response being, I don't care about that. You're my brother. I care about you. First of all, uh. Secondly, <laughs> Trax super cares about what everybody thinks of him. So like, to me, I mean, if you're a person like me who loves Trax, you're like, oh my goodness, that dude is super vain. So for him to say, I don't care that I'm embarrassing myself in front of people because I'm here to get you. To me, that means a lot. To me, that says, that speaks volumes. And I well, appreciate it. Not only that, but like the emotional hits just keep on coming. Trax <sighs> says... You're making a mistake again. And Needlenose says, loving horrible wasn't a mistake. Oh my like, god. Which, that one's just straight up heartbreaking. Yeah. Jiminy. Uh, you two boys, listen. Listen, sweet brothers. And I put my arm uh. around them and be like, let's, let's, let's rap about this. <laughs> um, let's have a chat. We've had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> but yeah, so Needlenose is like, Trax, you're not going to change my mind. This isn't the moment. This is a movement. We got to keep going. Peace is coming. And I'm going to be a part of that. And he then asks Trax, he's like, why don't you just come with us? And I'm like, uh, part of me is like, just do it. <laughs> Trax, you can explain it to everybody later. He does look like he's having a, a internal panic as he's asked to join the Decepticons. And they're like, what? Decepticons is such a small term for what we're doing. Yeah. And, and even, and I do appreciate this from 
Because now we're having, obviously, this has come up a few times now in these comics, mostly just between Soundwave and Cosmos, but Decepticons kind of offering olive branches to people who identify as Autobots and being like, just come with me. And Autobots being like, I can't. I mean, you're a Decepticon. And the Decepticons keep being like, I don't care if you call yourself a Decepticon. That's not what this is about, which I love. I love that that's, it's very much the Autobots having to kind of take, like, it's one of those things where you're like, maybe you take a step back. And yeah. think about why it bothers you. Why don't you stop fronting? Yeah. Think about think about it. Just take a ponder on why that bugs you so much. Um, and yeah, so he's he tries to get Trax to come with him. And Trax is trying to hold him back. And and he's doing like the, like the big it, brother thing that's like not very helpful at all. Where he's like, no, you are coming with me and I'm calling Optimus. It's like so deeply after school special about <laughs> gang violence. It's like, no, we're getting out of here and I'm telling mom and dad. <laughs> and then I hate this, but I also love it. Brawl's just like, no, you're not. And shoots <laughs> my boy right in the chest. Just blast like, him with a giant cannon laser like, fire thing. It's, it's a big hit. And uh, yeah. Which is, again, I do love Brawl's just like his approach to his response. But also, oh my god, Trax, I love you. <laughs> no, I don't want you to be hurt. Um, and even we, Needlenose. We see Needlenose like with a look of horror. And these two panels of Trax, I just want to turn into a reaction image because like I can hear the noise he's making. Uh, <laughs> we like his, his chest has a giant gaping hole that's pouring out smoke and energon. Yeah. But he just has this look of like, ugh. Like, <laughs> like uh, almost frustration more right. than ang- anguish on his face. Like frustrated disgust almost. Like, ugh, shoot, you guys. Uh, and and he falls to the ground. And, and he's reaching for Needle Nose and is very sad. I'm like, <laughs> help him. And of course, Needle Nose steals his nerves and he kicks him instead. He gives right. him a nice... Kicks him right in the dick. He does. I mean, it's in that area. It could be the right. gut. But it looks like, if we look at the way his knee is angled, it does look like he's kicking him right in the dick. Right in the fruit stand. Um, uh, and, and then he turns yeah. around and is like, yep. And then I love it because Needlenose says, let's roll out. And you're like, ooh, shoot. You're saying that after an Autobot just got shot and then you kicked him and he's your brother. And Needlenose, I don't know if you know this, but that sentence has some baggage in this comic. It really does. So it's it's a really great tiny moment that we just had there. Like bad things happen, but it's it's it speaks a lot to right. all of the characters involved. And I like it a lot. That was some great uh, writing there. Speaking of great tiny moments, we have uh, Starscream and presumably the ghost of Bumblebee. <laughs> the ghost with them. of Bumblebee. Yeah, and they're walking uh, past. hallucination of Bumblebee. We still don't know what this is necessarily. but Right. We saw in the holiday special he was a full-on ghost. Right. Um, was, yeah. <laughs> but they're walking past Omega Supreme, who is still offline here. And Bumblebee's uh, talking and he's saying, we're doomed to repeat ourselves. It's just war after war after war. Demagogue after demagogue. Uh, and I, <laughs> Starscream's just like, I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about, buddy? And Starscream, or B's like, just look around you. And Starscream's like, no, literally, I don't know what demagogue means. You don't have to <laughs> explain that. And Bumblebee's like, oh my god, you're the worst. I hate you. 
Um, I do love this because uh, we're we're just reading the dang panels at this point. But I do I love that Bumblebee is like, remember what happened with Omega Supreme? And Starscream is like, he got blow up. Who was it? Prowl? But it was like Bombshell who was working for Megatron. This is confusing. Uh, <laughs> I like that even John Barber is like, yeah, sometimes I throw in too many things. <laughs> right. This did get a little convoluted. Not even the people who were there fully know what happened. Um, but yes, Bumblebee's like, it doesn't matter. The point is, you know, it was that, like, this was what started. Somebody right. wanted uh, Bumblebee dead. And, and Starscream in command. Right. Like, this is just how things start. Like, people keep starting these fights. Um, and Starscream's like, well, it's fine, because I ended up in charge. And, um, and... I do love because then Starscream because we know Bumblebee's ghost or whatever is addressing Starscream because of this call that Starscream has gotten from Trax because he Mm -hmm. was going for a walk. This is his walk. He was walking and talking with Bumblebee here. So now Bumblebee is saying, you know, he's trying to give him some insight here. And Starscream's response is, I don't know what to do. Like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And B says he does know. Like, yeah, you know what to do. You know Uh, what's going to happen for you, and maybe you have to think about what's going to happen for everybody else. Which, do you remember an episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets lost in the desert and there's like a spirit coyote that talks to him? That's one of the best episodes, of course. One of my space coyote. One of my absolute favorite jokes of all time is like the wind howls and Homer hears some word of advice and he goes, but what do I do? And he goes, I'm only your memory, Homer. I cannot provide any more advice. (laughs) And it's the funniest thing in the world to me. And I feel like that's exactly what's happening with Bumblebee here. It's like, sorry, Starscream. I'm only a hallucination. I cannot provide you any more than you already have. Right. Like, I'm just going to tell you to think about what you already know. That's all I've got. This is Starscream's journey in the desert. Uh, and and so Starscream sort of comes to his moral senses and calls up Windblade, who's very huffy, which I like. Yeah, uh, she's gonna be like, what do you want? He's like, Windblade, this is Starscream. And she's like, ugh, what? <laughs> uh, and he's like, okay, so that Decepticon Pride Parade is gonna get violent. Yeah, it's, yeah, headed for the space bridge, just so you know, maybe we should do something about this. We need everybody there. And then uh, we cut back to the female fight club, who right. just jumped on Optimus. And they're like surrounding him and everybody, which violates, I think, rule five of Fight Club, which is only two guys at a time. But mm. whatever. And see, I've never seen Fight Club, so I don't, don't actually know the it's rules. Not, it's, 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 it's all right, but you don't need to see it. Uh, it's neither that good or that bad, despite what everybody tends to say. Gotcha. Um, and and they say they're sort of all like talking as they fight, which is something yeah. that's very common in these comics. Yeah. Um, and they're saying you hold the matrix of light, right? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, but it's broken, and it. I mean, don't don't ask to see it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I don't. I mean, I've got the remains of it. But then they they do retcon the fact that like when we saw him reveal it. When uh, Windblade first took him to the Mistress of Flame, he revealed it and it glowed brilliantly. So then he says it glowed when I was on your world. Um, nice save. So there you go. Because, uh, of course, at the time we were like, that shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's nothing in there. Optimus asks her name and it's Pira Magna, which is, I almost read as manga. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what well, a fucking we weeb. <laughs> uh, that can be said about the person who thought it. Um but yes, she yeah introduces herself 
And then he Optimus is like, you, what are you doing? You're not trying to kill me here. And she's like, well, of course not. You're a prime. And then I do love that she says, our duty is pr- to protect relics. And we can see she's forming up. We can see in this moment. Right. The voice uh, bubble changes. And and yeah, the, the voice bubble becomes the same color scheme as these six robots. Uh, and Optimus says, I had no Caminus Hag combiners. And she says, it doesn't. I'm Victorian. I'm something new. I love it. I she looks super rad. So, yeah. She looks great. She sounds great. Immediately. Immediately. You're like, yeah, I'm into this character. Yes, queen. Absolutely. She is a queen, and you just want to say yes. Um, And so, yes, she says she's something new, but what are you? She also, again, this is um, something that has come up in the show and to people who are fans of Steven Universe and Transformers. She's... Again, it's any combiners are reminiscent of gem Fusion, fusions right. and fusions the same for combiners. So especially her, because when she when the torchbearers form up here, Victorian is very clearly aware of herself, which the only other combiners we've seen, for the most part, at least start out being this kind of hodgepodge. Right. Confused, like what the hell scared creature who doesn't quite know and has like battling voices in its head whereas victorian straight up knows what she's about like oh hey i guess i'm a combiner now right so she very much i think embodies as far as we've seen she's the most like a gem fusion so far just because she's like a whole new person so this combination it my my understanding is this is the first time this has happened that's what she's saying right i that's what it sounds like but i'm not sure because she might have, they might have already done this, but uh, she just knows. Or, or, or so not, maybe, maybe not this exact moment, but like since they've been on Cybertron. Since they've been on Cybertron, this is the first time she's. Well, no, no, no. The, the, the first time they combined is like being out here in the desert. That's maybe not this exact combination is their first one, but well, like. That's they, what I, they did not combine when they were on Caminus, is, seems to be what they're saying. But I don't think that's true, because that was my impression at first, but then later, Windblade knows Victorian. Oh, okay. Weird. So, that's where, yeah, you're like, okay. So there is some history to this bot that we don't, yes, we don't have, like, a full idea yet. Huh. Interesting. Um, so, <laughs> Victorian now is like, all right, I guess now that I'm combined, the fight is over. Uh, and what's Optimus going to do? Come on. Right. Uh, the, and, and she asks, what are you? And Optimus says, I came out here to get perspective and figure out what I am. Um, and she says, well, tell me what you know about the Matrix. And also, like, puts him under this force field. Yeah. She's, like, holding him in place. Um, it's like a reverse tractor beam. Yeah. And he immediately is telling her what she wants to know. He's And he says that the Matrix... You know, people thought it was divine. They thought it was a creation matrix and it brought life. But he says it's just a piece of technology. Um, And this is where it gets really interesting because he says, you know, he had it for the four million years war and then Megatron took it from him. And, you know, he says, and after that, they still won the war. He won the war without without Uh that the matrix playing. I mean, it it, it didn't, it didn't. uh... Because like... (laughs) essentially when they went into the planet's core because i'm like he did end up using the matrix when they were 
on Cybertron at the beginning of all of this, like pre-Death of Optimus Prime, because that was when he decided he was going back to Orion Pax. Um, but anyway, he points out that Megatron took the Matrix from him, um, and he stands by that it's just a piece of technology and it's not divine. And so Victorian's response to the way he's talking about it is kind of be, to be like, okay, so this is the state we're at. You hold one of the holiest objects anybody knows, and you <laughs> are saying you don't believe in yourself. But then uh, it's, it, it's equivalent to like meeting Jesus and being like, oh yeah, all that stuff. Eh, it, was, it was just a thing. Like, I don't know if I believe all of this thing that everybody else believes. Um, but this is where, again, like the interesting, the second half of the interesting bit is that then she says that Optimus had the Matrix during that entire time, during the four million years of war, mm-hmm. which only ended after Megatron took it from him, which is interesting. So, yeah, it's 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 strange to think about it that way. Right. And she says, and then you dismiss all of that immediately after saying it. Like, you just told me. You had the Matrix this whole time. You don't think it's divine. Megatron took it, and then your war ended. Um, And then I do like she asks, how many died while you were primed? And he, of course, is like, way too many. And he thinks that is the legacy of the primes. Right. That when primes mean death. Uh, Right. Which we've seen. And and she even says, like, well, we were taught the names of the primes. And she goes through all of them. Uh, I'm going to read them. Why not? Prima, yeah. Solus, Trion, Vector, Nexus, Onyx, Micronus, Alchemist, Amalgamus, Quintus, Maximo. And then uh, there are two that are known only as the Fallen and the Arisen. Yes. Which, of course... And we've talked about the primes on the show before. Um, so, yeah, so we have heard all of these names. We've, right. They've discussed all this before. Alpha Usually, Trion told us most of this, right? Yes, Alpha Trion. It was things with Alpha Trion and with Galvatron. That's kind of right. where. But uh, so Optimus, of course, is telling her that, like, on Cybertron, people also know this. So this is a widely known thing, which we know that everybody knows 13 primes. And then Optimus says he knows the name of the one who fell, which we do, too. But I can't remember if it has come up in the comics. But, like, it's just, like, common, not common knowledge, but, like, it's knowledge within that it was Megatronus was the name of the fallen one. Oh, Um, no, yeah, I think that has come up in the comics because Alpha Trion talked to him about that, didn't he? I think so. Yes, yes, that sounds right. And if it's not right, sorry, everybody, but hopefully... No, yeah, I think it was because Alpha Trion said, like, isn't it weird that he (gasps) has the same name? You are correct. That is what happened. Um, again, sorry, everybody, it's been a while. And yeah, sometimes, obviously, when you know that you've heard this stuff, you're like, I don't remember exactly where I heard it, <laughs> right, but I know right. we've discussed this before. Um, I have the benefit of only knowing the comics. <laughs> there you go. Yes, you are keeping me grounded here. So Optimus, right, is saying he knows the name of the one who fell. And this is where then Victorian uh, kind of gives us the reasoning that the torchbearers left because she's... Yes, she's saying that the Mistress of Flame claims to know the name of the Arisen, which to them seems... Is, right, that's that's heresy, basically. Right, they're saying there's no way she could know that, and that they are essentially accusing her of claiming false primehood. Um, Because to them, they they revere um, Sola so much, they revere this belief and their faith so much that um to them the fact that the mistress of flame would make such a claim means that right she's not she's, she's claiming to be a prime herself right which is like you said it's heresy and um 
So they left, and they're saying that they are... They pride themselves on being torchbearers, which means they are the 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 forge maker of solace prime yes like they 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 run the forge uh which we know so is like a huge part of solace prime right like solace prime well there because she was the forge maker and then they're saying they are the torchbearers of her so that's who they serve primarily um and then she Uh, yeah she's saying the in that respect the matrix rightfully belongs to her because she uh, Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, no, it's just, it's rad because she's like, and guess what? I'm going to have it eventually. Like, you're going to give me that. But until then, I'm going to build you Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, and then we <laughs> cut back to the arc yes, now. Yes, so we finally check back in. still in the bubble. Yes, it's in the uh, bubble. Not looking so good. Yeah, the bubbles become blackened now because, of course, they had tried to fire... Uh, some... Right, their their missiles, yeah. can lasers, whatever. It was. And uh, um, they, yeah, it only affected themselves, of course, because it couldn't, it didn't break the bubble, and they are trapped inside with their own explosions. So, um, sideswipe has stopped firing his gun, and um, he and Alpha Trion are taking jabs at each <laughs> other, which is cute. Uh, uh, Alpha Trion's like, oh, you don't have any good jokes, yeah. youngin? Uh, and he's like, I'm saving them all for whatever comes next. He's like, oh, good to know you're saving something because you've been shitty so far. <laughs> and we can see all these blaster shots around. Um, so yeah, so Sideswipe. And then, of course, Sideswipe is telling RC his blaster's running on empty. So, you know, they're just kind of, yeah, let's just be prepared here. And RC's like, whatever, you've got something. We have to secure yes, the space bridge. if we get the space bridge, we can get back to Cybertron and then blow the ship up. We can still win. We'll be fine. And <laughs> she even calls it a completely winnable situation, Sideswipe. <laughs> um, don't let that guy get killed. Keep Alpha Trion safe. And then... <laughs> I do love Sideswipe says, yeah, I'll think about it. And of course, Alpha's like, well, I never. Um, <laughs> and she's like, both uh, of you shut up. I'm opening the door. And she opens the door. And oh my gosh, hi. It's They're... the Decepticon Pride Parade. <laughs> they made it. They made it through the bridge. Good job. Look at, look at that laser show. It looks great. Bravo, Josh. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, they're they're storming the Ark here, and they say kill any... Needlenose says kill anybody who gets in the way. Which and, is intense. Uh, someone behind him here. Do I know this spot? Swift, she showed up earlier. She was with Aileron at first okay. when they were handing out pamphlets, and then Aileron mentioned earlier one of the bots. She says something about how Swift got caught up with some losers, and there you go. <laughs> Good here to know. Here she is. <laughs> caught up uh, with some losers. Here's these losers. Uh, and, and she's like, are we really going to kill people? And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, what do we care? Yeah, whatever. This is just a few more bodies. Uh, which, jeez, Needle Nose. Needle Nose is swinging back and forth pretty hard here. Um, maybe he got a little bit colder after kicking his brother in the nuts when he went down. Um, but yeah, he says, who cares when peace is right around the corner? Which is what he was saying to Trax, too. Like, we are about to achieve peace here. Uh, and we cut to Cosmos confronting Soundwave. Everyone except for Jetfire or uh, Skybite yes. has has their their gun pointed at him. Yes, because of course um, now he's causing a ruckus. <laughs> Skybite, you look so goofy. I'm sorry, it's just hanging back there. Uh, I love him so much. He's so good. Um, and and Cosmos is like, this isn't this isn't peace. Uh, and Statler and Waldorf are like, he wanted peace. Looks like these guys want a piece of him. Oh. <laughs> um, 
And and Soundwave is like, you know what? You're right. Everybody put your weapons down. Uh, and, oh, Soundwave, you're so good. He does say this is not our way. Uh, and, and Skybite is like, we'll win because of the superiority of our ideals, not our firepower. And Soundwave's like, yeah, exactly. It's very poetic, Skybite. Yeah, those two give a high five. They're like, that's right. We're great. The Decepticon cause can be pure and beautiful. Uh, and and Galvatron is still leering over the situation, <laughs> right? Because of course he's just a hologram observing all of this. Um, and yes, so Soundwave is just kind of reaffirming. He's like, you know, Needle Nose is going to bring the Decepticons. They are going to bring the Ark here, the Space Bridge. They're going to bring it to us, and peace shall reign. We're going to fill up the commune. This is going to be great. Love all that peace. Yeah. Uh, and Cosmos is sort of uh Yeah, he's not buying it. Mumbling he's, uh, poor and, Cosmos. And, yeah. It's not good. Yeah. And he says he just misses his friend Doc, wherever Doc is. Oh. And there's Doc on Earth talking to Buster. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. If we'll recall, oh my goodness, and what a cute last page. Huge <laughs> full page panel. Um gosh, Buster looks just precious here. Cute Buster's little, very, very cute there. Happy face and he looks or she looks questioningly up at Doc, who is bleeping at her, and she's kind of confusedly boofing at him. Um uh, and the next issue, Doc and Buster save the universe. Oh my god, finally. <laughs> uh, Sounds was... like the best issue yet. It it really is. So, like, going into this issue, uh, I was very excited because one of my favorite, like, single issues of a comic of all time is this issue of Hawkeye, where it takes place entirely from his dog's perspective, and it's colored in like dog color blindness the way dogs see and the only words that are spoken are words that dogs would know like collar or stay which we get a little bit of in this comic too which i like yeah um it's very very cute it's very cute and immediately even the cover i remember when this cover came out and was like oh my god i'm excited (laughs) it's so cute it's doc has like one of his like tentacles or whatever is kind of looks like a leash on Buster and she's got a stuffed like a plush little tiny thundercracker that she's carrying which is so cute and I want that doll it's friggin adorable uh (laughs) and and Buster is just scampering along yeah um and so we don't need either of the previously page we've been here we know what's up yeah Uh, we know what's important here Buster and Doc have found each other exactly the the teensiest teensy boys of all (laughs) So we get to this first page here. This is part three of Conquerors. And it's called Helden, which you and I both know means heroes because we know a pretty angel lady who says it when she resurrects heroes. Um, That's true. So, yes, we open up and we're back on Earth. We're at the EDC. So, uh, and it's, of course, Doc, who was not caught with the other four. Like when uh, Jazz and Cup and... Jetfire and Skylinks were taken. Doc was not taken. Right. Doc got away just fine. Yes. Uh, and so we see Doc sort of sneaking through the the <laughs> Earth complex and sizing up Buster and essentially yeah. saying, like, I can't figure out what this thing is saying. It's of no use to me. Yeah. 
I just gotta go. I've just gotta find... He's gotta rescue Master Jetfire and Autobot allies. Is his? That's his mission. That's what he's focusing on. And then, of course, TC shows up and is like, oh. Because, of course, he's looking for his dog. He's like, there you are, Buster. And he asks why... Oh, again, they, they're so mean to drones. He says, why are you hanging out with a drone? Those things aren't very bright. Um, uh, and and he, yeah, he says, you might try to update your software or something. Oh, God, TC, you're so cute. Um... And Doc kind of beeps at him, and TC, of course, is just like, I don't, whatever. It's just a drone, who cares? Um, but Doc knows. And that's where this issue will kind of be difficult to sum up in all moments, because it's a lot of just Doc. Right, it's it's Doc taking, and Buster both sort of like... Yeah, Doc's like taking stock as, as he's going. Right. And assessing uh, everything. Which, I mean, makes sense. Uh but we, we see him trying to figure out who this is. And he's like, well, it's a secret class Decepticon. Uh, yes. Is it Skywarp? Thundercracker? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Which is so funny. There's a little, you know, I love little jabs like that. Like, they're the same. They're all the same guy. I don't care. It's not Starscream. Uh, I know that much. Yes. This is a very cute issue. It's, uh, gosh, it's so precious. But then Doc starts trying to communicate with Thundercracker. Right. And he shows him, he starts projecting, he projects, um, of course, Skylinks and Jetfire and Cup and Jazz. And, uh, of and course, they don't look in good shape. Yeah. And so TC is, of course, taken by surprise. He's like, wait, Autobots, what? And then, so Doc's trying to communicate with him. Then he's showing, you know, the ships or is it? I think that's the commune. Oh. I think. Wait, is it? I don't, I don't know, know if Doc's been over there. I'm trying to. It looks to me like. Oh no! It's the um the seekers like or the coneheads like the conehead oh, yeah, army, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like yeah. they formed up, and that was how our crew of Autobots got taken out. Um, um then he shows him the Ark in the bubble, and yes. Thundercracker's like, "Oh shit, that's the Ark." Yeah. Um, and then Soundwave and Cosmos. Yes, and he's right. So of course TC knows this guy and he's like, okay, wait, but how, like, how do you have Soundwave? How do you have the arc? How do you have all of this? How are you getting this? Um, he's like, that's some serious stuff. And, yeah. and he calls him little drone, which right. I love Decepticons calling things little. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, and Doc is like, this guy isn't getting it. Uh, <laughs> right. He's, he's sort of getting it, but not really. This isn't doing it for me. Uh, and Marissa shows up and she's like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, what's going what on this? here? And Thundercracker says, this robot showed me crazy business. Uh, and TC. Marissa says, there's nothing but craziness with you, TC. <laughs> and Doc is like, oh, I think that was either a joke or an insult. Uh, yeah, whatever. Very cute. Yeah, he's um, like, it doesn't matter. I got to go do my work. Right. And Marissa sort of shoos everybody away and says, get to work. Uh, yeah. And so and Doc TC's is still kind of like, why didn't you? Yeah, like those holograms are important. So TC is kind of like, wait a minute, right. something happened here. That was a here. vague idea. Yeah, uh, and Marissa brushes it off, and she thinks like, whatever. Soundwave programmed the drones, so who knows what is in their programming? Who even cares? Uh, I do. So like, Doc is sort of back at square one. Yes. So he he tried to reach out, and he didn't get what he wanted. He's just trying to save his master and his friends. Um, I do like that Marissa's outfit and Jones is wearing it too, but they're both reminiscent of Lady J from G.I. Joe. Sure. Um, which I really love because also like Marissa Fairborn is like, she's basically believed to be Lady J and Flint's daughter <laughs> from G.I. Joe. So I think it's very cute. I'll um, take it. Yeah. 
So, and I don't know if that's the same in the IDW continuity. That might be different, obviously, since sometimes then they pair up with the Joes. So, especially now with Revolution coming, there's a good chance that they will change that. But eh, back in the day, Marissa was their daughter. So, um, uh, cool. Yeah, uh, and then we way. have um, Buster saying, like, hey, Doc, hey, hey, come here. Uh, and, <laughs> and so, Doc just raises woofs and barks. Uh, yeah. He scratches at the door to like the kitchen we realize oh buster's just trying to get into the kitchen and doc of course opens the door for her um and buster's just trying to get to her food i really like the the food dispensing machine reads buster's id tag and then <laughs> dispenses food in the bowl even though the bowl down there is like only for buster so i have to imagine they spent like two grand on this machine for one animal in the building at least they uh, yes keep everything very official um says, and then enjoy it, your meal yeah like it says in text here you go enjoy your meal um so of course yeah doc is like oh jeez, okay this earth creature just wanted food you're back to being useless to me great um but then it realizes that the thing buster's talking to is a data terminal so then uh, yeah doc it's able kind of to plugs in like r2d2 hack into the whole building based on this food terminal because it's wi-fi connected presumably um and so doc. bust doc yes yeah, sorry i keep yeah. calling doc buster um <laughs> he gets doc, some schematics yeah he, he's able to pull up the plans for the death star and uh see that there's a secret room in this building Ooh-ooh. and then buster starts barking she's right. trying to alert because somebody's coming <laughs> and then they're just kind of beeping and barking at each other as uh marissa and jones Right. Or they're about to walk in and they're talking to each other. Um, Buster basically says, you, Doc, you get out of here. I'll run distraction uh, and pees on the floor. <laughs> so, of course, both of the ladies are like, oh, geez, like, really? Where's TC? I do want to point out Marissa is uh, using a, a Dimooch mug, which we have also seen in More Than Meets the I-43 with Swerth. It's just <laughs> a yellow mug with uh, Josh Perez's little avatar <laughs> on it and it's very funny and you can buy those mugs um so i think it's yeah it's that's adorable funny little addition in here and i like it so yes yeah, so buster pees on the floor we realize she's creating a distraction as both the girls are like oh my god we are not cleaning this up thundercracker, thundercracker get over here <laughs> uh, and uh doc swoops off with a troop yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and then of course and- buster follows him and and Doc is like, hey, maybe this this Earth animal knows what's up. Yeah, maybe I do need this small creature. Um, so Doc is kind of puttering around, and uh, he's looking for a path. He's trying to right, trying get to, to the get secret to, room. Yeah, and then this truck is like, why do I need this truck? But the truck is a a drone carrier and grabs Doc. Right, it's like, oh hey, we need that. And so it plucks him up. And um, Buster sees it, and she knows it's danger, danger, danger. So she doesn't, she doesn't know what to do. Oh, she wants to eat. Um, <laughs> uh, she runs back, and she's like, "Friend, friend, rescue!" <laughs> uh, and so she runs past uh, uh, a couple of the scientists I love here because yeah, she's she's in her head. She's trying to think, and she's like, "Okay, I got to go this way." And she passes a new person. She's like, "Wait, I don't know this person. Do you have food?" And now we're getting Buster hearing the humans. Right. It's the, it's Sanjay. We've seen him before. Yeah, we've seen him. The lady he's walking with is kind of speaking gibberish as far as Buster is concerned. Um, but then Sanjay is speaking gibberish, gibberish, Buster. Hi, Buster. And then she says, hi, Sanjay, which is 
so cute. Well, like, and it's it's it. We can see like the words Buster knows. Buster yes. can understand. Like the the lady behind him says walking because like right. Buster's a dog. Buster's gonna know the word walk. She says uh, thing and walking. Yeah, and Buster's like I know those words. I've heard those words. Uh, and then Sandra's saying Buster and hi. Yeah, she knows that. So of course, she, in her mind, she's saying hi, Sanjay, which is again just too cute. But we right, know she's that's adorable. Uh, and for what it's worth, you can sort of decode these if you look at them long enough. Yes. Uh, she's saying, should this thing be walking around? And he's saying, it's just Buster. Hi, Buster. Hi, Sanjay. <laughs> um, oh, so cute. Uh, walking by uh, a big control room. And again, in jumbled words, somebody says status report. Um, and someone said the, the wider signal from the Jupiter colony reaches. I, fr- I can't, I couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, the colony are. Uh, yeah, I can't tell that one. But anyway, remember. they're getting reads from the Jupiter colony or the yeah, yeah the commune and um saying, uh, "Can you get sound wave on the horn?" He's not responding, boss. Should I alert Fairborn? No, not yet. Uh, we'll wait for something Tormnati <laughs> so, for something yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's important. It just got typoed. Who knows? Um, and Buster saying, "Danger, danger!" Seeing this truck with doc drive away yes um someone says who let that dog in stop that dog <laughs> uh buster's barreling down the stairs super adorable stairs yeah. happy stairs <laughs> <laughs> so she's it is you can get her manic kind of thoughts like oh okay okay i gotta go help my friend oh yay stairs are fun okay gotta this is dangerous gotta help my friend dangerous uh and she she gets down and finds Doc trapped there, and Doc makes a little display with his eye thing, yeah. saying like, "Bite this thing," and right. Buster off of chomps it off, and Doc <laughs> says, "Earth creature friend." Oh my god, that is free. Cute. Oh my goodness, I can't even handle him. Um, and so now now it's like okay, they've both confirmed they're friends now. <laughs> yeah, and we're it pals. should be that easy. Um, uh, if only. Uh, it says dog designate Buster. Buster action, selfless. Aww, so cute. And then Buster is now kind of trying to help, like, because again, Doc's just trying to get into the secret room, and so now, now that he's free, he's like, okay, we're like they're going, and then he's like, we're under the secret room, or they're trying to get under the secret room, right? Um, they and- go through. Uh, yeah, that the Buster or Doc determines that the way into the secret room is from beneath it. Yes. Um, and he blows open a hole, and some dudes are like, "Oh snap! Runaway drone! Go get it!" And Buster jumps it. through, and Doc follows. Uh, they're running. They get to this little like hatch vault type room, and there's some stuff leaking from the ceiling. Yes, that and Buster, Buster just calls, calls it bad water. Some bad water, and it's like, yeah, it's like black and viscous looking, and just dripping down from the tiles in the ceiling. I can only assume pirates of dark water are up there. Well, I think you might be right. Um, so then, yeah, Doc is scanning and he's trying to figure out, like, he's he's assessing, of course, everything. Um, but the ceiling is supporting liquid. And, like, he can't really get too precise of a read here. But this is all extremely relevant. So let's just cut it open. Let's get through there. Right. Let's just let all that water in. And Buster is like, bad water, bad water. Uh <laughs> And Doc is like, no, yeah, I get it. Bad water, fine. Uh, (laughs) And the ceiling caves in and Buster starts panicking. And this is like hard to read. Uh, I don't like animals being in danger. Um, 
and <laughs> Doc finally figures out, like, oh, Buster needs oxygen to right. live. Earth creature, uh, yep. Buster in danger. Right, because this, this liquid fills the room that they're in. Of course, the ceiling bursts open and it floods the room. So Doc wraps his little tendrils around Buster and is like, okay, you need air. Let's get you to air. And he even has like an exclamation point on his screen. Like, okay, this got to do this right now. Buster's Uh, in danger. And so they start swimming up through the hole. And then who are these boys? Yeah, they get to the top and oh, hey, we know these guys. And Skylink's like, oh, hi, dog. I have a story, but I'll tell you later. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, (laughs) you know, Skylink's is in a bad way when he's not ready to tell us all about whatever this reminds him of. Uh, I really like Cup's phrase like lad you're in the middle of a weird miracle right now <laughs> it is so good um and of course Jetfire's like what and all of them are like i don't even know how you are here this is crazy but just help us get us out of here and i do like that of course we're getting doc's uh assessment of everybody skylink's friend cup friend <laughs> uh jetfire Jet commander commander yes <laughs> We've got to follow his orders. So then, of course, he starts now. Uh, he's what do you call that? Like when you're like he's like lasering, welding the away. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and we have Jazz saying, "I take back everything I ever said about you, Doc." And I'm like, "That's right, Jazz. You better and he recognize." Says, Jazz friend. Yeah, it's very cute. Very cute. Um, Thundercracker, Fairborn, and Jones are running through the halls because there's right. an alarm going off. Yes. Um, and Fairborn is like, "This day sucks." Right. Like this has all been stupid. What are we even? What? What? Why now? is your dog acting like an asshole, TC? <laughs> right, TC. I think you're gonna have to leave her at home after this. <laughs> and of course, TC's like, no, you don't mean that. She's crazy. yeah. She's always she's, so well behaved. I don't know good. what's going on. Um, and <laughs> oh Doc goodness. flies up, holding Buster in like a impromptu baby Bjorn. It's so um, cute. And everybody's like, Buster? And then right behind Doc is a bunch of giant Autobots. Yes, still in their stealth paint. So everybody's very grayed out and very dark. Um, Uh, But they burst through the floor. And Jazz, of course, is immediately like, okay, you, you jerks? Nah, you made a mistake. And then, of course, the girls are both like, oh, shit, we're under attack. They have their guns trained on them. So immediately, both of these teams are like, you, I'm versus you. And then luckily, we have our new best friends who swoop in and are like, whoa, 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 hold up. I want to say real quick, on that last page, Skylinks looks huge. I love it. Oh my gosh, he looks great. And Uh, of course, he's the only one not in stealth paint because he wasn't on the stealth mission. Um, um, and, and yeah, Buster and Doc are like, no, hold on, everybody. We're all friends here. Which luckily, of course, Buster is woofing at TC, who can understand her. Right. And Doc is beeping at Sky or Jetfire, who understands him. Can understand him. Doc, right. Yes. Uh, so immediately they're both, because of course the girls are like, wait, what's going on? What are these two saying? And I do appreciate everybody holds their horses for a second. Let chills out. Yeah. They let these little ones speak. Um, and of course, yeah, Skyver is like, wait a minute. Doc is saying these people couldn't have known. They These people didn't capture us. These aren't the people we're supposed to be worried about. And then, of course, TC is saying, Buster is saying the Autobots were being held down there. So they certainly aren't attacking us. They are escaping. Uh, right. And Fairborn is like, well, I wasn't the one who put them down there. So who put them down there? And we cut to Blackrock and Witwicky. Uh, our favorite people. Who, again, are just being weird and... Uh, 
Spike is like, well, maybe you're a Cybertronian. And Blackrock is like, no, that's stupid and doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about, you dumb idiot? I hate those guys. I'm trying to get rid of them. Why? I'm not one. That doesn't make any sense. And then Buster and Doc burst through the wall. They're just just Kool-Aid man in everywhere today. (laughs) Cup kind of helps him out. He breaks a corner of the room away and then yeah our little heroes swoop in which i like that doc has picked buster up again um and as they do so spike who is a skeezy opportunist grabs Blackrock, and, and yeah like, he's I like got him. choke holding him he's like he's one of them and marissa's like oh my god shut up and she just takes his ipad type thing yeah and she's like oh like, yeah, Spike is like, you can look at his data pad. You'll see I'm right. And she's like, I don't give a crap about either of you, but I am going to take this thing and look at it uh, because you're both terrible. And presumably she can see that he's like controlling the arc and everything right now. Yes. Um, and so. And uh, Jazz. Is jazz, yeah. Yeah. Is like, hey, Spike, uh, I should kill you. And my response to that is, you should do it, Jazz, because he disrespected your man. Prowl. Do it, Jazz. I'm, I'm a prowl jazz shipper, so. Gotta do go. it, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you just gotta. And and Cup is like, yeah, all right, come on. Uh, Jones is like, yeah, all right, come on. And Fairborn right, is because, like, all right, well, I think Spike I got is, this figured out. Right, because Spike is still trying to be like, no, like, I, I, I didn't do any of this. And like, yeah, no, we still don't trust you. Like, why would anybody believe anything you say? Um, But yes, Marissa's. Like, okay, she's got it. She's just, she's trying to figure out what she's looking for here. Right. And then a voice from off panel says, <laughs> time's up, humans. And everybody stands around looking. And like, we get oh, shots geez. of everybody while a voice explains that Garrison Blackrock is a Cybertronian. And the person explaining that is Galvatron, of who is here in hologram. Or no, he, he's, he's getting warped in by Skywarp. Yeah, Skywarp, they finally let you out, baby. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. You poor thing. Poor Skywarp. Um, yes, so Galvatron explains basically, like, he's of course just kind of touching back on what he loves talking about. It's like the only story this old man has. <laughs> yeah. Like, I used to hang out with Primes, and then I murdered a bunch of people. And I took the uh, the Enigma of Combination. Um Right. To break it down, uh, there was Nexus, who was like a prime, and then Nexus made Onyx. Uh, no. Galvatron. Nexus like, and Onyx were both oh, right, primes. Oh, right, right, right. And then yes, they, they, they teamed had, up. Yes. Uh, Galvatron killed, on, killed Nexus. Onyx ran. Because uh, Onyx. I had saved the one item that gave Nexus value, the Enigma yes. of Combination. And that which, somehow he sent a tiny servant built from fake flesh implanted with false memories with the enigma which would explain why blackrock was like my ancestors found the enigma back like at the beginning of all civilization yeah like all right we get it you're a cybertronian (laughs) which even that is still like but why why? <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? That's that a good make point. Any sense. But you know, Onyx and Blackrock becomes a lot more obvious at this point. Yes. Yes. Um, and Galvatron is saying, uh, Garrison's intention, like, or his purpose, was to call Onyx to Earth, was to essentially be a signal and bring him back to the combination or right. the Enigma of combination. Pardon me. Um, and that's forty-eight, baby. Yeah, because uh, of course, yeah, Galvatron talks some more. He's real he's, good at that. Yeah, he picks up uh, Garrison, 
King Kong style and says, welcome home, my Cybertronian brother. And then it's to be concluded. Uh, and we got the cover of 49 here, which is like brutal. It's an homage to back uh, with All Hail Megatron. Ah, which was this pretty much same cover, only with Megatron with sure. the, uh, Optimus's head on. Right, on a, on a pike. Yeah, a pike. There you go. Galvatron is holding in a, a tattered American flag, and it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. So that's what we're getting into here. Cool. Um, and again, love Andrew's work. He does great bots and everything. But I'm excited because Sarah's drawing this one again. Yeah. And she's my friend. So by default, I'm going to be super excited. <laughs> but also pretty pretty bots um so yes can skip the previously paid we've been right. here we know what's up we know all these people on the roll call we're yes. good so we have a wider uh a wider roll call again the last one was, was a limited group of people because we were focusing on doc and buster and who they were going to be with whom they were, would be interacting and now we see okay we're gonna have some cybertronians uh, and more people back in here yeah and we jump right back into things skywarp is like well we got garrison let's get out of here yeah uh and galvatron is like oh no let's just kill all these people yeah this why would we run from this this is gonna be great you know how long it's been since i killed somebody it rules god skywarp why you gotta try to take away my fun you're bringing me down man <laughs> Um, and of course we have Garrison tiny in Galatron's hand continuing to be like, I'm not one of you. I'm a human being. <laughs> um, and of course Jones keeps trying to be like, listen, Galvatron, we have an agreement. Yeah. We're working with you. You are betraying it right now. So you better figure out your shit. He's like, Put oh no, down. that's my shit. I meant to betray you guys. Like that's, yeah, no, that's what, yeah. And I do like Cup is like, he's, don't even try. He's not going to listen. This guy sucks. Uh, and Fairborn is still looking at the iPad like, everybody hang on. All right, I just got it. I passed that Candy Crush level. She uh, did it. And she's like, okay, and then after that, she right. shut down the shields. Now that I got that taken care of, I guess I'll take these shields down. Yes. So they're no longer in a bubble that they can't break. Um, and she's saying, let's just hope the Autobots can get here in time. Because then they're like, okay, we need backup. We need to right. call the other Autobots. And by the way, in case we forgot, uh, Sideswipe, RC, and Alpha Trion are three Autobots holding a burning ship against like a billion Decepticons. Yes, who just keep growing in number because they are Right, they're just pouring through through the space bridge. The space bridge. So we cut back to the ship. um, And yeah. And even then, it's three Autobots, but really it's just Sideswipe. Right, yeah. Alpha Trion is an old man. Right. He's kind of slumped. He's 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 leaned against Sideswipe here. Um, I do. And, I like the way these two pages are sort of set up to parallel each other because yeah. we see like it almost looks like the space bridge is the divider because we see all the bots pouring in from one into the other. It's very it's cool. Really, really cool. Like it was it really. And there are questions. There's a point. There's a panel later on in this issue that. I do, and maybe I'll just tweet directly at her after we uh, put this show up, or maybe before, but um, I, there are moments when I wonder, I'm like, did the art direction ask for that? Or, like, did the artist sure. choose to do it that way? So, either way, if it was John, great choice. If it was Sarah, great choice. Um, I do love, but yeah, Sideswipe is holding his data pad and is like, oh, shit, RC, the shields are down. We're back in the game. We can do this. And she's like, okay, good. We still have a chance. Right. We can <laughs> still get that payload where it needs to go. Uh, we see all the Decepticons pouring in and they're like, e- GG, easy. Uh, 
<laughs> they're pouring in from, of course, the Cybertronian side. Um, and they're just like, let's get out of here. Let's just go, uh, like, take this. We're gonna... And, and they're firing back at the people who are now... Because, of course, Starscream was like, I need hands on deck. Windblade, please get people to the space bridge. Um, uh, so they're firing right. behind them at, like, yay, Sunny is here. And Bob is even helping. They're trying to <laughs> stop Decepticons from going through. And we got our, our, our normal crew of, uh, you know, the Windblade types. We got right. we Ironhide. Can... We got uh wheeljack we got chromia and i do love on this first panel when we do see all the decepticons pouring through and sunny's beating a guy in the face we have (laughs) uh both ironhide and chromia firing jack's just peering around the corner which jack i thought you had a gun in your drawer like where did it go (laughs) why aren't you helping um i I like this guy who's just like down with a hurt knee and he's like like, you guys go ahead i'll catch up later yeah i'm just gonna i can't i can't like uh really really sprain this guys uh i'll just i'll catch up with you yeah you you guys go on ahead i'm (laughs) I'm good down here i'm good i'm good um and so then yes Uh, this next panel first of all windblade saying yes being like you sweet angel she cares she's like Trax is still alive she's very happy about it and i appreciate that thank you um, uh and and wheel jack is like hey i'm gonna if i can get to this control panel i can shut off the space bridge uh which like because yeah ironhide is like wheel jack you got any ideas because of course they're best friends and yeah <laughs> wheel jack is like if i can get over there yes i can shut this whole thing down because he says i don't fix things without putting in back doors to which mm, you brilliant prince of course <laughs> you're great wheel jack do you so, like wheel jack uh he's I'm, I'm warming up to him which one is he <laughs> you're not allowed to ask that when you're looking at the page where Cause... he's Oh, I thought this guy's name was, um... Don't even start. Jeff. I'm so... You've... It's a Uh, joke you love to... You really love to beat to death. (laughs) Um... But, so yeah, so they're like, okay, that sounds great. Let's get Jack over there so he can shut this thing down. Right. And I love, this is, I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent again here, which everybody's like, what? Nell's going to talk a bunch? Amazing. <laughs> um, Windblade's like, cool, I'll cover you, Wheeljack. And Chromia's like, hold up, wait, no, that's not your job. Don't do that. And Windblade's like, no, it's like, so she's she's ready to hop in here and help out. And she's immediately punching a dude in the face. Um and I do just want to say the moment she's like, Wheeljack, I got you. And Chromia being like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. It feels like <laughs> in Overwatch when you are the healer and you're like, oh, God, somebody's got to move the payload. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to be taking the point, but I got to do it. Cause... Like nobody else is here. Right. You all got killed in that last sweep. I'm just I'm going to do it. We got um, 40 seconds left. <laughs> right. Somebody has to try to push this back. So that was just where my mind went, of course, because um, that's where my mind has been. Naturally. <laughs> but I do like she's, Windblade says she's sick of the killing. These these people are scared and disillusioned. She can't blame them, which I appreciate. Like, Windblade, you're a, you, you're a very sound mind and heart, and I appreciate that. Uh, and <laughs> Wheeljack does exactly the joke that I would expect from Space Bridge stuff. Uh, he shuts it off as a guy is halfway through. <laughs> and we see plan. people like panicking, just <laughs> this like robot butt sticking out. <laughs> and he goes, I'm sure that guy's fine. Which is so funny, especially coming from Wheeljack, who, you know, is just like, but yeah, just him. No, he's okay. I'm not, sure that. it's <laughs> I'm not worried. 
Which, I mean, he could be right because of the guy's spark and, you know, right. his yeah. Rossum's trinity is intact. He's fine. Uh, and and Windblade says, good work. And now all we have to do is take out all of these Decepticons. That's it. And, yeah, that's we're with the, we're faced off with them. And back on the arc, we have these Autobots faced off with the rest of them. Uh, we get, I want to say, the triumphant return of DeviantArt RC. She does. I mean... Yeah, it is a bit deviant art, but at least I'm willing to give it to her a bit more now because at least she's not like sure. I mean, she's commanding nonsense. a team in it. Yeah, just, it's not I, her being I, like, "Oh yeah, watch this," and then like killing people for no reason. Which like, she does have one. She like sideswipe says, "My blaster's out," and she goes, "Join the club." <laughs> Fair enough. She does have one, um, and she's like that's whatever she wants sideswipe to get to the bridge so they can land and at least get off the ship um she'll try to hold everybody off so he can do that and, uh and yeah. yeah she's she's slicing people up and then swift shoots her and she turns around and slices swift and then brawls mm. like nah and he crushes her against the wall <laughs> I, I, I like the theme going on of Brawl just committing heinous, violent acts and being like, okay. <laughs> right. So, and now, see, I'm going to be unbearable. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm like, he's just straight up road hogging, like, this whole thing. Like, whatever. Right, exactly. The, uh, I'll take care of this. Um, and yeah, like, crunches her. Like, she's... Remember when Bumblebee got his face grabbed by Megatron? It's very similar to that <laughs> moment. Uh, and... Uh... Alpha uh, size vibe is like, hey, Alpha Trion, <laughs> just stay in this closet and don't die. Yeah, just just tuck away in here. I'll come back and get you when this is all done. Um, but Sideswipe is saying like he's listen. He doesn't know what's gonna happen. Um, all the Decepticons are coming through, and he doesn't want Alpha trying to die, especially not on his watch, because he doesn't want that on his conscience. Understandably so. Alpha Trion's like a billion years old. Right. I almost said a million. I'm like, well, they're all a million years old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> a million's pretty spry. Yeah. He's uh, like, oh, that's still a youngin. A little. I, I, I just want to point out the onomatopoeia on this page. We've got scrunch up top, shook, and then clunk, clunk. Uh, and that's how we know that they have a junk rat on their team because yeah, some grenades <laughs> just go firing into the bridge. Right, and blow the shit out of Sides Five oh, here. Which um, is like bad enough. <laughs> and then Needle knows Walt is on in and it's like, cool, we got the bridge. Yeah, we got this now. Uh and uh, he's talking with Soundwave and he says, uh, we've got minimal loss of life. This was as clean as it could get. Uh and then which course, we know is not true. We know is not true. Also, Props to Soundwave for being like, how are the Autobots? Like, what happened? What have you done? Um, and then, uh, God, I love Sideswave so much. So when he comes crawling out of the smoke and his hands are like skeletal because he's been so burned. Um, and Swift's like, that one's alive. And then, yep, yeah, in true fashion, Brawl's like, nope. <laughs> and shoots sound Sideswipe, which is really uh, upsetting. I love him. <laughs> Yes, but also it looks almost like in the Rick and Morty season two intro when Rick just casually <laughs> shoots Morty. Right, like, just like what do you lays want? him out. It's like, what? Yeah. I had to do it. Uh, he's he's very casual about these sort of things. Yep. Um, and... Brawler's not a man who's easily uh, frazzled. Yeah, he he's, cool. he's not often perturbed. Yeah. Um, so 
Uh, Needle is like, well, I mean, he, uh, some people are alive, I think, maybe. Anyway, uh, we're gonna, we're headed your way. We're coming towards you, Soundwave. And, and then Brawl's like, like no. nope. <laughs> uh, and he's like, we're going to Earth. Uh, and of course, Soundwave's like, no, you're not. Needle knows, come here. We got a plan. Like, come on, we know what we're doing here. And Brawl's like, nope. We're... Yeah, he says, we got orders to take the planet. And of course, which, oh, here we go, you guys. This is good. Uh, Soundwave's like, wait, what? Who gave you orders? Pieces at hand. Oh my god, Brawl. And then, and then Brawl says, Soundy, which, oof. Uh, Peace was never the mission. And like, hangs up and Soundwave fulls on, full on just like, punches a wall to the point that it like, dents and like, crunches underneath his fist. And it's not often we see Soundwave lose his cool. Right. But I'm into it. Uh, and Cosmos sort of gives him the business and he's like, this was always your plan. Make us think you got a place for us then try to conquer the universe. And then in the middle of this like super dramatic standoff in like emotional resolution, we got another fucking Statler and Waldorf joke. Uh, he says, you try to conquer the universe and he goes, I've heard worse ideas. Yeah. Like a flying saucer alt mode. <laughs> Which, yeah, you just have to take them up and be like, damn it, you assholes. Now, yep. They're pretty good. Now is the time. They were like, yep, that was perfect timing. You know it was. And I do love after they make that joke, you imagine they were like, ha, ha, ha. And someone was like, all of you shut up. I'm sick of every single one of you. And then, of course, he's angrily dialing up Galvatron like, oh, my God, pick up the phone. Um, he's trying to let him know that the troops are going off plan. Um and he's like, can you even believe this? Brawl is saying he has orders to invade Earth? And Galvatron's like, yeah, it's fine. It's like, good. yeah, no, that's 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 the plan. It's just uh, my plan. Uh, Galvatron. First of all, obviously he did this. Secondly, uh, like my heart breaks for Soundwave, but then at the same time I'm like, babe, you did trust Galvatron. Like, yeah. You knew what you were doing. You didn't need him. But not the not the smartest into... move. No, sweet baby. Um. So of course, yes, we're back with Galvatron and Cup and Jazz are like, all right, let's. Uh, yeah. You let's, grab Blackrock. I'm gonna take out him. TC's TC gearing uh, up to be like, yeah. And he's like, Buster. He's so sweet. He's like, Buster, stay back. Oh, so don't cute. watch Daddy. <laughs> don't look. Uh, little little drone, turn him away, or turn her away. Pardon me. Um. And now Soundwave is appealing to uh, to Skywarp, and he's like, please, you can't let this happen. We have an arrangement with the humans. And then he says our oppressed brothers arrive, seeking new lives, not war. And you're just like, Soundwave, you... Uh, again, I'm very glad that our podcast is named after him, because he's yeah. perfect. He's a good, good boy. He is a good, good boy. He's trying so hard. Um, and then uh, Skywarp goes full on lapis lazuli here. And is like, yeah. you know what? I'm sick of everybody telling me what to do. I'm making my own decision. And he warps both, well, he warps himself and Galvatron, who is still holding Blackrock, into Shanghai. Uh, yeah, and we're in China now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Galvatron naturally gets pissed. And he's like, we, we had won. 
Uh, and Skywarp is like, don't they still have like that mind bomb that can kill us at any time? And Galvatron's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, shit, they do. Good call, uh, good call. Which, I mean, and right, like the extent of the mind bomb could be that, but it at least inca- incapacitates them. It, I have to I have to imagine that John Barber was just like, oh, shit. Like he's looking through his writer's notes. He's like, oh, fuck, I... they have a mind bomb, don't they? Right. Like, Didn't I write gonna... that? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Fuck. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Skywalk, Galvat- take care of it. <laughs> Galvatron's like, okay, fine, I'll buy that. But why are we here? And Skywarp's like, look, I have an answer for that too. Look in the sky. Um, and, and and Galvatron is like, I apologize, Skywarp. I thought you were being disloyal to me, my X Men. I mean, Decepticons. <laughs> and of course, he's he falls right back into that like easygoing old racist man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skywarp, you know, I doubted you, but you got me, lad. You knew what you were doing. Skywarp's like, yeah, wasn't that? I totally knew what I was doing. Ooh, great. Um, and of course, yes, it is the Decepticons who have taken over the Ark are coming in hot. They are right. about to land on the Earth. Uh, and uh, Windblade is trying to... Uh, these these Decepticons back on Cybertron are trying to... We know that they still have to rumble with Windblade and all of her team. Yes. And they're like, hey, what if we didn't rumble? Yeah, though? what if we called off the rumble what if we did that and jack uh so precious jack is calling starscream and he's saying he's asking you do you hear me boss which is cute and then uh starscream's on it he's like yep i got you i'm coming i've got reinforcements um and yeah so we so wheel jack and starscream are like okay are you yes come help us starscream's like i'm on it and as he's trying to talk windblade gets like grabbed um, <laughs> thrown over someone's shoulder. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, so it's Dreadwing is like full on taking on Windblade at this point. And he's like, okay, just hurry up, please. And then I love because Starscream says, be there in two shakes, pal. And I'm like, yes. I read that and Sweet. I was like, man, Nell really likes this panel. I really like that panel. Also, Jack's making an amazing face where he's like, oh, God, okay, please hurry. <laughs> um, and then Dreadwing stands up. He has let go of Windblade, stands up, turns, punches Jack right in the face. Um, <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a heavy punch. It's a, yeah, like Jack's head is like fully like 90 degrees to the side. Um and then Windblade's like, I'm on it, Jack. I got you. And then suddenly Dreadwing is like thrown backwards. And he's, she's like, he's Did force you do pushed. It? Yeah. And Jack didn't do it. And Windblade uh, didn't do it. Uh, Victorion did it. Hell yeah, she did. Um, Look how small Optimus is on Victorion's just shoulder. <laughs> perched on her shoulder. Um, and yeah, Optimus, like, yeah, this is my new pal, Victorion. She's, uh, she's pretty boss. And she. <laughs> She reminds me of um, when the Beth avatar in the episode of uh, Rick and Morty says, this this representation displeases me. Victorian's just like, you will all fucking stop right now. Nobody fights. Um, And yeah, and so then Optimus turns to Spirion and is like, uh, and he starts giving orders. He's like, cut off the escape routes. And Starscream's like, oh, what? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and and Optimus is saying cut off the escape routes, like you just said. Sorry, uh, and and Victorian's like, don't worry, I got this. And Superion's like, well, I'm not gonna kill anybody. Calm down. Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, it's cool. It. I'm not. You know. And then Starscream kind of lands, and he's like, Hey, you, you listen look to at me. me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the captain, captain here. now. <laughs> 
Um, but he does kind of like give Sapir on the leg, the lowdown, like, are you going to listen to me, the chosen one, who fixed you and brought you back to life? Or are you going to listen to your ex-boss who abandoned this planet in its hour of need? You're like, whoa, Starscream. A little bit of an inferiority complex here. Um, but of course, Victorian is like, <laughs> well, let's see. And here we go. She stoops down. She's like, oh, right. Windblade, Kramia, nice to see you. Um, and the fact that Windblade then says, oh, hey, Victorian, how's the rest see? How you doing? Um, and Kramia says, yo. <laughs> she's, she's a woman who cuts right to the chase. Um, so yeah, so they have a little back and forth options. It's like, uh, yeah, I figured you guys would all know each other. And uh-huh. then Windblade says it's a long story. Right. Sorry. That's, of course. Yes, they do know Victorian because the Titan Hunters... Oh, I gotcha. Was this. It was them. It was that where Victorian sense. was established. We did not cover that in the show. I apologize, everybody. Maybe we'll get to that someday. It. Yeah, we could. But that is a thing that at this point has happened. Sorry about it. We should have covered it. It just it escaped. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I, uh, that's, that's on me, everybody. Sorry about it. Um, so yes, so they do know Victorian and, uh, um, and, yes. and Optimus is like, can we get the space bridge active again? And <gasps> Wheeljack is like, yes, but I want you all to be really proud of me. Cause it's very hard to do. He, like, yeah. He's I've, so. I've been there like, <laughs> yes, but like, give me, give me some credit for doing it, please. Well, and it's so good. Cause even like he, oh, goodness. Yeah. He's like, okay, this thing took a pretty heavy hit. Like I, I did what I had to do and it was. It was heavy. Uh, it was two days worth of damage, so give me 90 seconds. And I'm just like, real Jack, <laughs> you're real attractive, my friend. Just, I just let I, you know. I know you read it as like this cool badass thing. I totally I, do. I want him to be like, yes, but like, tell me I'm cool. Come on. Everybody say some <laughs> Which, good stuff you know about what, though, me right now. Even with, that's the thing, though. I do read it as being very cool, but it's still that attitude. Like, to me, it is still wildly <laughs> attractive, even with, because you're right. Like, he is such a like recognize the gravity of what you're asking yes i can do it but of course i can do it but just know that it's a big thing that i'm doing and i love all of you and i'm happy to do it like that's essentially you got it yeah that's wheeljack and it's very attractive um so then we have one of uh it is this next panel so funny because one of starscream's officers is like uh the big one's making everybody float what do we and starscream's like round them up like we'll just just grab everybody so they have like i don't know what those things are called but like, the, they like catch dogs with them they're like oh, the poles yeah. with like the <laughs> they're the the the, the, the harnesses rope the around the net yeah 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 they're like, <laughs> they're like pulling them down out of by the, the sky stuff, even yeah. like the, the severed half of the dude that is there in the back you can see um, um God, so yes funny so the badgeless uh, or the, the yeah are taking stock of the decepticons that are still here so that takes care of that um and then Windblade is like listen we have these guys but a lot of decepticons made it through and, uh, and and Optimus is like, you just stay here. You're a member of the Council of Worlds. It's like the president going out and arresting people. Stop. Right. Uh, Which I mean, fair. Good point. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, like call, when call you down. think about it, Windblade should really be in an office for most of this. <laughs> she she just loves the action, and who can yeah. blame her? Um, but then of course Aileron is like, oh, it's Windblade. I'm excited uh, to meet you. Yeah, and she's like, what? Oh yeah, you're the one with the Dino Bot. <laughs> 
Uh, and of course, Layla Rod's excited that she's remembered. Um, <laughs> but then, and now we have Sterling, who was also with her and Swift when they were passing out the pamphlets. So they kind of are having a meet back up here. And she was like, oh my God, Sterling, the day that I've had. And he's like, okay, whatever. Um, and yeah, so they're kind of just hashing or they're like kind of, yeah, they're gonna, we can kind of give Ayla Rod some place to go now. It's like, okay, right. she's meeting back up with Sterling. Great. Um, uh, yeah, we can we can get her out of here. Right. Uh, you guys go and... have dinner, talk about your days, <laughs> uh, have a, have a drink at McAdams, uh, and yeah. so Optimus is like, we can't let another world fall to war. Star screams, well, what do we do about it? Looking all petulant while Real Jack <laughs> types on some things, and we get the really cool combiner angle where it's mm-hmm. real low and they look badass, and Victorian goes, we end war. That's fucking right. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> And then we go to poor, sweet Angel Baby Soundwave <laughs> with his head fully just hung low and he's saying it's over. And then his sweet birds are going to be sweet a moment. They're like, listen, Soundwave, we've seen worse. We Remember? Remember the dead end? Which was, of course, we've seen. That was when they right. found Soundwave. Exactly. Uh, I I will say a couple times throughout this issue, I've thought of Soundwave as Lucille Bluth going, I love all my cassettes equally. And then saying, <laughs> I don't care for Laserbeak. <laughs> Laserbeak and Buzzsaw, you two. You just shits. Um, oh my god, I would laugh a lot. And I would say maybe that will be our album art, but I think we all know what our album art's going to be. Sure. Um but then, of course, we have Skybite trying to be a sweetie pie here. And he's like, listen, Cosmos, I get it. I'm with you. I thought this was going to be awesome. I thought we were going to have peace. I thought we were just going to party and hang out. And I'm sorry for what happened. Which, <laughs> proud of you, Skybite. Yeah. You're a good, good old, guy. We, we've only ever seen good things from Skybite. Yeah, we like you, you sweet poet. And you Cosmos, weird flying shark. You weird radio, wait, uh, RC controlled <laughs> flying shark. Um, and and, and Soundwave is, is like, like, yeah, Cosmos is like, hey, fuck off Decepticon. And I'm like, and, whoa. Yeah, come on. trying to be a pal. It don't gotta be that way. Come on, most deaf. You don't gotta do that. Uh, and Soundwave's like, listen, you guys, Cosmos, I don't blame you for being mad. Skybite. You should be disappointed. Like, I've let you both down. And it's so sad. He says, once more, the Decepticon dream has given way to the failure of an individual. And you're like, aw, it's yeah. true. Soundwave, why did you trust that guy? Anytime anyone gets too selfish. Well, and like, uh, again, you trusted Galvatron, who has never yeah. proven himself to be anything but a raging dick. So I don't really know what you thought that end result was going to be here, sweet baby. Um, but yeah, Soundwave's like, so now we just got to prepare for war. Uh, he knows that this is now going to be like Taylor Swift's Bad Blood music video. Like, we just got to get ready. I do love that Jones is like laying out a plan and she's like, okay, we need to get to the Autobot ship. And Witwicky's like, the Ark, you mean? And she's like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> Which is why the girls are so good. Because they're both over Blackrock shit. They're over <laughs> Spike. They're just like, I don't care. We're actually trying to get things accomplished here. You're both the worst. Um, And even then we have Marissa, TCB, on the phone with China, like, okay, I know. I know. You're upset. Uh, Oh, my God. And then they hang up on her. She's like, I can't get anybody because they're probably not too thrilled with what happened last time, which, of course, was Prowl attacking the Wanamu facility. 
Uh, probably still a little upset about that. And okay, this panel is probably the most important panel ever. Um, because we have Skyfire laying on his side and like kind of has his hand behind Doc, who is snuggled up against him. <laughs> Doc is outright nuzzling him. And then little tiny Buster is tucked up next to Doc. And I'm in love with this panel. And this is the one that I'm like, I don't know if John directed this or if Sarah just <laughs> chose to do it. Either way, if she drew these ones, which she did, I can, okay, yeah, looking back, I'm like, yes, these are her pages. Um, And yeah, I love it. It's precious. Um, So then, yeah, Skyfire is like, okay, let's, if if China's not going to do anything about it, we got to go do something. And they're like, you you trust us to work together? And Cup is like, look, what option do we have at this point? Yeah. We got to do it. And Spike, I do love this because, yeah, Spike trying to butt in on Jones. She's like, shut up. And then Spike trying to butt in on this conversation. Jazz is like, shut up. Nobody, just stop talking. This is why nobody likes you, Spike Whitwicky. You're the likes worst. You. Total worst. Um, but then Jazz does bring up the good point. He's like, how are we supposed to get there? Skylinks cannot fly us there. He's out. Um, uh, and then TC's like, I'll go. I'll do it. And he, and he even he like, probably, his chest. Yeah. yeah. Cup laughs right in his face. Um, and then TC reminds everybody, he's like, I stood up against impossible odds before. And Jones is like, okay, listen, all of you shush, it doesn't matter. They've already landed the Ark. It's too late. Right. Uh, and it, it didn't, like, destroy anything other than what appears to be, like, a construction site. Yeah, like, it's uh, okay. They didn't, like, take out a bunch of stuff or anything. They they were slowed down enough. Uh, and Needlenose walks out with all the other Decepticons. There's Galvatron. Galvatron's like, all right, let's uh, transform and roll out. And then, yeah, of course, he's just spouting off as he does. And I do want to point out, I do, because of course, yes, they've hit a construction site and all the construction workers look like old school Gen 1 Spike and Spartplug Wick Wiki <laughs> in their construction outfits all the time, even off the job. Good um, to know. I love it. It's very cute. It's a good callback. Um, and of course, BlackRock is still trying to like flail around and be like, no, I'm human. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so it's essentially just Galvatron being like, okay, this is the moment. We're going to take over. And Brawl and Needlenose are like, yeah, this is going to be great. And I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're in this, you know, I'm glad you're still a killer, Needlenose. Great. Can't wait to wreck up this planet. Yeah. And then as Galvatron is saying, we are conquerors, he gets interrupted by Optimus. Yeah. Saying that Earth is his and it is under his protection. Uh, and he hereby annexes Earth into the Cybertronian Council of Worlds, which is a cool move. I was going to say, I love that. Like, it's yeah. really cool. And you're like, oh, dip, he's got you. And yeah. You got blasted, son. Yep, Optimus is holding an Autobot flag, which I'm like, that's not probably should be the symbol for the Cybertronian Council of Worlds. Maybe Maybe, not. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, Uh, I'm sure Starscream didn't approve of that design. Um, (laughs) Nor Caminus, like why? Yeah. Um, But uh, Optimus is saying we're against tyranny and against you, Galvatron. And we got Victorion, we got Superion, we got Wheeljack back there. We got Chromia, Ironhide. We we got got Aileron and Sterling. Yeah. Sunny, Bob, the team's all here. Except for Uh, Windblade, who Optimus said stay back here. Yeah, it's like, look, I know what I'm doing. Uh, And then it says all hail Optimus, which... There you go. Callback after callback. 
Uh, how about that? Well, and that's everybody. my note here on this last page. Often saying, uh, you know, now and forever, war is over. My note just says it worked so well last time. I'm sure <laughs> you're right. I'm sure this is the time. Also, the last time we all hailed someone, that worked out great too. So this can only end well. And yeah, that that's 49. And it leads us into 50, which we will talk about in two weeks. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Exciting stuff here. Yeah. I'm excited that the right people are told to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, it's good seeing Spike get smacked down every now and then. And for Blackrock to just be like, I don't know, just hold on to him. Just make sure he doesn't get loose. Just lovingly clutched in Galvatron's racist hands. <laughs> Which, you know, that's, yeah, that's the place for him. Just keep him, keep him away from us. Uh, so yeah, we've got some stuff coming up. Next week we have More Than Meets the Eye 50. And then, yes. And so the 50th issues of both of these titles are pretty big. So they will have entire episodes just to themselves. Uh, rad. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we're getting there. So uh, I think that'll that's gonna do it for this episode. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. Hello, listeners. Got some late breaking news here. I just wanted to point out that uh, this episode is lovingly supplied to you by Jay Riley, our McAdams patron, who is a regular hanging down there at the bar with old uh, Slur, which, which, as we all remember, is Blur and uh, Slug. Uh, and just letting you know the Patreon's still going. Uh, we actually announced something pretty interesting in the alt mode that will come up later. Um, you know what? I'll just go ahead and say it. I'll say what it is, but I won't say much beyond that. Uh, it's it's the announcement of our first live appearance, and uh, it's very exciting. So if you want all the 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 hot immediate access to that. Go ahead and sign up to our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash soundwavcast, maybe? I think that's it. I would have to check, actually. Gosh, I feel like such a bad host. Um, oh, it's Soundwave, W-A-V. There you go. Um, okay, I love you. Let's see what the Transformonauts are up to. Transformonauts, uh... Who who are you voting for in the election, Optimus or Starscream? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. And, of course, my mind is still on All Hail Optimus versus All Hail Megatron. So I'm like, who are you hailing, sure. Optimus yeah. or Megatron? Who, Which, at this who, point... Who will you be hailing this year? <laughs> at this point, in this position of the books, you're like, uh, doubtlessly, everybody's hailing Megatron. Because, damn, he's killing things over on the Lost Light. He's doing pretty good. He's uh, he's a good boy. <laughs> at this point, you're like, Megatron, I- I'm happy for you. So, uh, Transformonauts, think carefully, though, about your decision. Because Optimus pulled some killer moves in these, so. Uh, We're seeing some, like, classic good Optimus here. Transformonauts, keep it real.